Looking for your new next podcast obsession? You'll be sure to find it in the new season of Smokescreen, Poppy Kingpin. And I wanted to share this clip for you to take a listen here. On the upcoming season of Smokescreen, Puppy Kingpin, host Alex Schumann investigates a strange new crime, a secretive businesswoman accused of laundering puppies like drug money. Yes, you absolutely heard that right. It is the first legal case of its kind. Uh, the point of the scam is to hide the fact that puppies were born in puppy mills run by breeders with violations. Consumers thought they got a rescue, but instead supported cruelty. And it turns out this mogul has made millions supplying puppies to people across America and even selling them without disclosing they're sick. But now she's facing multiple lawsuits. Puppy Kingpin brings to light what's going on in our pet industry. And that is a point that we are not talking enough about the shady truths behind the con artists scheming it all. You can subscribe to Smokescreen Puppy Kingpin on Apple Podcasts to binge all episodes or listen weekly wherever you get your podcasts or check out this clip here. The worst part of the story I'm about to tell you is that even the things that give us the most joy can be used to deceive us. We love our dogs, but even that love can be used against us. I first really started seeing this on a large scale during the pandemic. We were forced to stay at home, and a lot of us decided to get a pet. But the surge in buyers led to a surge in scammers. Sometimes people would order a dog online and it never showed up. Or people would pay in full, go to pick up their new puppy, only to discover the dog was never real. People's money was just gone. A new Better Business Bureau report on pet scams shows complaints this year have more than doubled from last year. Here's a question. How scuzzy do you have to be to scam lonely people with puppies? Pretty scuzzy, right? But that scam ended up being just one of many. Using somebody's love of puppies to defraud them didn't start when the world shut down. We are used to worrying about preventing cruelty to animals. But what we're talking about is different. This is a scam. One that seemed designed to keep pet owners from ever figuring out where their puppy came from. A lot of law enforcement has ignored animal rights groups asking them to do something. Could activists be over-exaggerating, or was this something much more serious? And there is a person accused of being at the center of this scam. She is now facing multiple lawsuits. She's this kind of Oz, behind the curtain, pulling the strings, trafficking in puppies. The more I investigated, the more I started to discover the layers of deception and misdirection a consumer can face when they just want to make sure they bring home a healthy puppy. The person who first introduced me to the depths of this fraud was Mindy Callison. She got her first dog about 12 years ago when she was just 19. It wasn't until I was in college where I went to a local Petland store. I was homesick and I wanted to see the animals. And some friends and I would go visit the puppies like just to play with. Now she's in her early 30s with the temperament of a former preschool teacher. Warm and friendly, but backed by steel. We're in a coffee shop in Iowa and she's telling me the story of how she bought her first dog. 
I'm meeting with Mindy because she played a key part in unraveling a nationwide puppy scheme. But that may never have happened if not for that day, years ago, she walked into a pet store and bought a Siberian Husky puppy named Ozzy. I was putting myself through college, so I was an assistant manager at a gas station, I was a cheerleader, I was in the education club, I was very, very busy. And then I walked into a pet land and they sold me the highest energy dog that you could possibly have. Mindy remembered Ozzy costing $1,500. And being a poor college student, I couldn't afford a $1,500 puppy on top of everything else he needed, so they gave me their Petland credit card and that had a 30% interest rate. So um, that day I walked out with the puppy, the toys, the treats, the kennels, everything he needed. She didn't think to ask about interest rates. They said you're walking out um, with a credit card and there's no money down today. So that's really all they say and that's the same story you hear in pet stores now. Two weeks after she got Ozzy, she saw a story on the local news about the pet shop where she just bought him. The local news station did a story on puppy mills in that specific Petland store, and I learned where my puppy was born. And uh, at the time, being, you know, 19, you can't see past your own toes. I was very worried about my dog and if he was going to be sick. She thought she'd been tricked. Mindy thought she bought Ozzy from a place that raised dogs to safely come into people's homes. That's not what she saw on the news. There's a lot of debate about what makes a puppy mill a puppy mill. But typically, they're businesses that put profit ahead of the health of the animal. These puppies can grow up in filth, fed through the bars of a cage smeared with feces. They can be terrified of humans because they've hardly ever played with one. Mindy saw this story and got upset. She realized she had given money to a place that was mistreating dogs. You don't have to be an animal lover to get all the emotions you go through when you feel like you accidentally did something wrong. Ozzy was with her, and he'd be okay. But part of Mindy couldn't stop thinking about all the dogs still at that facility. It was the kind of thought that gnawed at her for years. So when she moved to a new city, and happened to see this pet store called Divex Pet Shop, she was reminded again of that news story. I started my career in Ames, Iowa as a preschool teacher, and I, at the time, my now husband, he and I were in this new town, we were walking around to visit, and we saw a puppy selling store. And all of those memories came flooding back of what puppy mills were. Mindy wondered if the dogs in this pet shop could be coming from a puppy mill too. What she couldn't have known then was that asking such a simple question would totally change her life. Seeing that store put her on a collision course with a secretive businesswoman, one accused of being at the center of a national scheme, who's delivered thousands of puppies into Americans' homes, even though most people don't know her name. From Neon Hub Media and Sony Music Entertainment, I'm Alex Schumann, and this is Smokescreen, Puppy Kingpin, an investigation into the mastermind trafficking puppies nationwide and the scheme to hide the truth. 